I feel a little bit sleepy. Okay, hence the reason why I'm not activating anything. Well, at least you can. You can make stuff that's giving the wind, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Beans. And then you pass by open a tin of beans and say, Oh no, not bloody beans again. They're like beans, beans, musical beans. Eat them all, you two. Okay, right. I'm heading over to Big Sis. Thank you. Oh, I'm going skiing, by the way. Hey, congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's about time to dust yeah. off those things. Mm-hmm. Okay. But from what he was saying, it's very, um, I'm going to take my swim seat. Okay. And he's going to look after me. And I do hate Lee. I have to take him with me. Put him in a basket at the bottom of the slope. Have Tia wait down there. Like I used to wait down the bottom. Hmm? What do you think? I think Tia's going to want to ski with you, but... Okay, so we should really Take big sewers. Okay, yeah, that's my idea. Three of us. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, right. I'm going to head back to my place. Have fun skiing. You reckon I should wear a swimsuit? If it's as wet as Tia said it is, I think I will. You might want to. Don't, don't fall down. Doesn't matter this time. <laughs> and if I get all wet in the walk, it doesn't matter because I've got the swimsuit on. It's really cold. You're waking me up, aren't it? I'll wake you up. Right. Right. Talk to you later, love. Ciao! Ciao. I'm out of here. Okay. You like that, huh? I do like that. Okay. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm <laughs> out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> Gone! History! <laughs> Riding that train high on cocaine. What? Yes. Jones, come on. Uh, help me here. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead. Trouble behind. And you know that notion just, just crossed my mind. My love, how's it going? <laughs> Guess who woke me up? Mark. Mm-hmm. You want to channel tonight? Well, I was feeling tired. Oh. You know, I haven't slept since the... Uh, I'm spent by well, I slept for pocket hours. I've been sitting with the uh, Kiwi people. I mean, she's a new mother, you know. Never had kids before. So, uh, she'll wake me up. She'll wake up in the middle of the night and call me up and go, Who's <laughs> crying? How do I stop him? His mind's hitting on my shield. <laughs> How do I stop him? <laughs> I had to say that because she's at the room now, boy, she would have hit me. <laughs> Not hard, though. How do you stop that? Even? Yeah. 
Feeling? Changing? The last time I said change, and she said, how do I sing them back? <laughs> she hasn't lost her sense of humour. Oh, she's been wonderful. Mm -hmm. She's been having a great time in yeah. talking. Then the old Kiri's back. Almost. Not quite as fancy, though, is she? Well, well not quite. She's mm -hmm. getting there. Oh, yeah. She's took a lot out of her. Sounds like it's taken a lot out of you, too. Yeah, I thought I didn't have to put up with it again. I've finally <coughs> got uh, Clara sleeping all night. About a week ago that stuff was happening. The stuff of wake up in the middle of the night and feed her. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah, and then I have to wake her up tonight to bring her with me. Because Mark uh, wants to come back. I still love that. Mm-hmm. Well... Tia's uh, keeping them company, playing with them, just getting some practice. And, well, Alex has gone with uh, Kiri. Right. So I think she's gone to dig out her swimsuit and her ski gear and what else it is that she wants to take with them. You watch the kids? Do I have to? Oh, only one of them is yours. Yeah, I know, but. And I know if I can talk her into waiting until morning, instead of getting them to kick the lights on in the ski slopes, the temperature in there, yeah, I think she's better because it's cold in there at the moment. It's about, yeah, ten of your degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, she Yeah. Since it might not be enough. And uh, I think they were spraying water in there tonight, high pressure. I think they might be putting down some snap. One of the technicians has just left, said that we have to go and talk to Paul about steam, steam on there. Hold on a second. Yeah. That's a nice present for her. Yeah. We're making snow for her? Yeah. Oh, that's mm -hmm. sweet. So they've got to stop her. Now, I wonder how they're going to handle that. Yes. Oh, well. Hey, you wanted to talk to me. Yes, family. Okay. 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 So I got my first client. Are you hiring yourself out? Well, no. But I have. Uh, Carrie, who's got a problem, needs to get healed. Okay. And since it was kind of your not quite coercion, but not quite suggestion that I'm into doing some mass healing right now, mm -hmm. I'm uh, in your advice. Okay. Okay. Proceed. All right. Well, she described for me a condition she has. Mm hmm that uh, sounds very familiar to what I was reading in a book, which it looks like it's a benign tumor. Mm -hmm. And she says it, it's just behind the ear. It's like a lump that's been grown, mm -hmm. and it moves kind of. Mm -hmm. So I looked it up in the book I've got, and it says it should, looks kind of like a benign tumor, and it's brought upon by stress and diet. Mm -hmm. And so it would take a, a change in diet to bring it back to uh, either um, 
decreasing it or getting it all the way totally gone. Mm-hmm. Now, she's coming over tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and I want to work out something, a program with her if I can. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to start her on starting tomorrow is some vitamins to establish her balance. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if kelp would help. Mm-hmm. It would. Yeah. Can I apply it on the uh, aforementioned growth, or you can make her eat it? To make her eat it. Good. Okay. And then, how do you make a poultice? Well, you mash up a whole load of herbs, mix uh, some... It depends what sort of poultice. Uh, it's a herb poultice, yeah. Okay. Fresh herbs. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Fennel. Um, tarragon. Um, tarragon? Mm-hmm. Fresh basil. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can get all those fresh. Okay. Fresh corinda. Corinda? Mm-hmm. Fresh. Yeah. And mandrake roots. Ooh, that'll be real tough. Telling that. Um, I can get uh, uh, ginger. Ginseng? Ginseng. Yeah. Mix it all up very, very, very finely. Almost to a puree. Okay. Right? Put it into a small cloth bag and place it on the aforementioned. If you can get it real, real puree, you may be able to apply it as a paste. Yeah. But it has to be the correct consistency. We've got that? Okay. And... Speed it up a little bit. You may want to try a little bit of amethyst water in there as well. Got that, but not too much because you don't want it to get all watery. Unless, of course, you put it into a cloth bag and then you can soak the bag beforehand in the amethyst water. Excellent, thank you. I'm not just a pretty face and I'm not just a sexy body. I know, I'll keep telling you all the time. Yeah. Okay, now what I also want to do is <clears throat> set up with her mm-hmm. a weekly regimen. Oh, okay. my posterior is getting cold, so I'm still in my Nike. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Okay. Um, I'm going to work on weekly uh, regimen of hands-on beating. Mm-hmm. A hands-on weekly what? Yeah. Massage? Well, on me. <laughs> on you, always. But, uh... Like that one in the night? Yeah. It's a little bit hovering around certain areas, though. Oh. Okay. Oh, let's go back to Mm-hmm. Well, this is channeling energy. Yeah. 
And it's not massage mm-hmm. because they keep the clothes on. But, um, you know, it's channeling energy through different parts of the body to align the centers and everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, putting both hands top of the head to the left and right brain. Yeah. Laying on of hands. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Sound jealous, don't I? Mm-hmm. That's all right. I'm not jealous, I'm just wishing it was me. Well, it is you, oftentimes. More than anybody else. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you've got mentally house, I'd like to come down here with the flower, oh. check out the channel, and we can have a little look next time. Absolutely, I agree. <clears throat> and get tea down here and we'll have a party. Kiri in the neighborhood will be coming over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now. Yeah, we'll come down with oodles of boodle and uh, by the house across the street so we can all move in. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, are there any tea she should drink to possibly start purifying her system? Oh, yes, there is, but I can't pronounce the name because it's in Chinese. Oh. And I can't even spell it because it's got Chinese characters here. <laughs> but the description is that it tastes like, uh, it smells like bird watsits and it tastes even worse. Yeah. It's supposed to be very beneficial cleaning out the system. Oh, by the way, when you ask something, not it. Mm-hmm. You see the reason behind my thinking. When are we going down to see the dead things? Ah, the 25th and 26th of May. Okay. And what is that? Oh, uh, well, let's go to Why? I wanted to go down to Chinatown and I would have had to pick out a medicinal tea. Mm-hmm. Well, you would have known when you came across the right one because you would have felt energy. Well, every major city's got a Chinatown. Yeah, but the one in San Francisco, no, it's the, the largest one outside of New Orleans. And not one of the best. The best outside of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Even I know about it up here. Oh, okay, well, that might be a while. Mm-hmm. Well, we will get through something. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. you remember the conversation a while back yeah. concerning a crystal? That one over there, I believe. The healing crystal? No, not the healing crystal. The other one. Come on, think, 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 think. The uh, manifesting crystal? The equal one? No. Uh-huh. Somebody ate to the crystal? Yeah, Walter. Ooh! You think? You think? Because it's a double terminated crystal, a little tiny thing just popped up on the third one time after the regression from Atlantis. Ooh! I'll have to relay that to the correct sources. Um, may try again. Oh. Come on, there was a conversation concerning a crystal that you need. Practice to use. Healing crystal? 
Is that what you call it? I don't know. I got a surgical scalpel here, Crystal Light. Yes, that's the one. Oh, okay. Not a while back. You need practice with it, do you not? Yeah, I do. Well? Well? Bring it up with me. Do I have to do all you thinking? <laughs> it's like I don't make a fool out of you. I just direct the performance. <laughs> and thank you for all your assistance, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm sounding like a very um, bitchy young lady, don't I? Mm -hmm. Oh, so you like your deriving experience of the day? Mm-hmm. Isn't that enjoyable? You handle the car well. Now then, back to business. I don't like being distracted. You know how much I like being distracted. I know. Practice on her with this crystal. Correct. On the yeah. tumor. Correct. Cha -cha. Cool. Is that smoke I smell? Oh, no. It's coming from you. Come out your ears. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> do you say, uh, do I need to quit my day job? <laughs> no, you can go into another line of work. <laughs> what about clothes designing? Feeling the stuff getting pretty good at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, now then, what about the, um, Mm -hmm. I was just going to say something here. Yeah, I was going to skip out for a few seconds, but can I? Mm. Um, are we decided yet on the bonding session. Are we doing that with Kiri and Mark? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I want you dressed formally. Well, Kiri wants you dressed formally as well. Right. But I agree. Yeah. Now, what are you going to wear? Because I want something to match. Okay. I was thinking of a black tux with purple stripes on the bottom notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you want me to wear? Um, dark blue and satin. Um, how about something low cut? Good. Mm -hmm. You want it long or short? Oh, I know. Well, I've got mine here. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to do it in dark blue velvet, low cut. If I could move my hands properly, I'll just give you a rough idea, but I'll let you see it when you come out. And I'm going to have it very tight around the legs. And very form fitting. And a bit of a tail to it. So that it drags on the green. I'm going to wear around my shoulders. I'm going to wear <clears throat> a white imitation fox. Not a real one, it looked very, very real. But I'm going to wear that around. And I believe <clears throat> rings are in order. Hmm? Rings are in order. I shall get a couple of rings made out of silver and gold, and they will be uh, twisted around each other. Ooh. 
Now, they won't be frowning, they'll be mounted on a piece of wood, which is our tradition. Okay. And they'll be housed inside a special crystal. And the two rings wow. will be intertwined with each other, representing the joining of us. Yeah. Now then, yes. because it is our tradition, you have to carry a crystal star. Okay. Yes, a crystal star, and you will also carry a wooden star, two stars. I shall also be carrying two stars, which we exchange. Oh. Again, symbolizing me giving to you and me giving to me. Kind of like the tarot card. Mm -hmm. Two stars. Exchange and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'll exchange mine for yours and you for mine. Okay. What's the symbolism of the time of the two of them? Well, the wooden one is concerning with air. And the crystal one is concerning with light. Beautiful. We will also have a small container of water around, oh. which contains the waters of love. Oh. Well, and you drink from mine, and I drink from yours. The means you come for serious. Okay. So now you saw the change in serious compared to this. That must have been amazing. It was. And I don't want to go into it at the moment. Because okay. it would take forever to explain. And yeah, one of the technicians is saying energy levels, although fine, they are watching very closely because the channel was what? Oh, very um, hyper early on. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Which means that his energy could suddenly go. Whoosh! Okay. So we've got to... Yeah, we're keeping an eye on him, just in case. This is going to be a great ceremony. And the party's going to be at your place? No, the ceremony's going to be at our place. And then the party, because it will be bigger, there will be people there, will be at his place. Oh. But the ceremony itself will be... Formal invite to me to Mark. Formal invite from me to Tia and Jerry. And Alex. Corton will be officiating. He's brushing up on his uh, <laughs> Syrian religious ceremonies. And Amal will be acting as for the Earth side. As best plan okay. for both of you. Oh, excellent. Okay. And she made of honor. She's acting as maid of honor for both myself and my sister. Excellent. Well, thank you for your assistance. I'll keep posted on how this all goes. Yeah. And, uh, but, okay. 
you will be solid. All right. Repeat after me. I will be solid. I will be solid. Come on. I will be solid. I will be solid. Bye. Greetings and felicitations for us. Which is correct. Dark blue shift. Mm -hmm. And how are you functioning? Using specified parameters. Don't you normally say that to my colleague? <laughs> normally, but for you, I'm doing great. Okay. Now then, to continue where we left off, okay. the description of your journey to the metaphysical department at Stanford. Yes, the, metaphor, the metaphysical part of the journey um, took me into a point where it looked as though they were working on uh, a genetic uh, breakthrough as far as metaphysics go. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they teamed up with their um, scientific genetic uh, labs to try to come up with what seemed like to me work with uh, enlarging the pituitary or pineal glands. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time where I saw them, where they were working, they were still trying to determine exactly what parts or what functions they played in metaphysics. Okay. What sort of equipment were they using? Um, it looked like uh, computer diagrams, three-dimensional diagrams of the brain. Mm -hmm. um, but I couldn't tell how they were matching whatever abilities to the brain itself. It looked as if they were just studying uh, the effects of it during metaphysical transformations. Mm -hmm. And seeing that they were affected in way or not. So I assume they had this hooked up to uh, some patient that I could find. Mm -hmm. That was apparently either they'd either record this or something. They, they had gone through a metaphysical um, ex example or mm -hmm. demonstration, and they were seeing what effect. It had on the uh, inner surface of the brain. Okay. Were they using any other equipment? Was there any equipment that was not being used in the room at this time? Not that I could tell because that's where all the attention was on, so that's where I focused my attention. Um, how many people were um, involved in this little session? Three. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was the male to female ratio? Two males and a female. Um, color of hair, please, of the female. Mm -hmm. And the males? Light on one and black on the other. Mm -hmm. 
So presumably one was an older gentleman. Yes. That would be the one that was sitting down. Working with the computer. Right. Okay. What sort of capacity do you think that the computer had from your observations? From what I saw, it looked like it had an animate 3D capability to it in which you could um, put figures on the screen up next to the pictures that were displayed so you could get information and visual readout at the same time. Okay. But um, it looks like, it, if I'm not mistaken, it was probably hooked into a larger computer. Mm -hmm. I mean, Right. Um, were there any numbers on the screen at the time? Yeah, but they're too small to read. All I could see was the brain itself mm -hmm. picture. Was there any writing on the computer screen? Yeah, there was a list of numbers um, associated with various um, not code, but uh, indexes, mm -hmm. kind of like a abbreviation for something. I could go abbreviation, code, 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 or number, 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 and the numbers would change as the computer went through the various phases of the demonstration. Now, was the monitor in color or black and white or? It was in color. Okay. Now, can you remember any of the colors concerned? So, what proportions of the brain? Pineal and the pituitary glands were outlined in blue. Um, the skull outline was white, and then there were some red lines that were assume meant the rest of the brain. Mm -hmm. So it is uh, just the pituitary and the penal plan that they were studying. Right. Mm -hmm. um, did it show all of the brain with um, the spinal cord? No, it showed mostly the left and the right sides um, where computer could be angled, or the image could be angled. Mm -hmm. And you can see the difference between the left and the right side. Um, apparently, like the uh, the cortex was visual, but that was mm -hmm. about it. Okay. How far do you think they have progressed so far in comparison with what they might have known 10 or 20 years ago? Well... From what I saw, it'd be kind of hard to tell, but I would definitely say that they've made some uh, associations between uh, glandular function and metaphysical capability that mm -hmm. were there before. Okay. Now, concerning the genetic implication, where do you think this could go? Um... What I felt at the time, looking at this, was that this was a recreation of uh, the work that uh, Naxos and maybe Maxis were doing back in Atlantis. Mm -hmm. 
and that at the time I thought that uh, you know, not that they've stolen it or they've remembered it or something. Or the information has been recovered. Mm -hmm. Possibly by connecting into the uh, race subconscious. It could be, unless they've got a channel there who's doing the work for them. Mm, it's possible. Um, maybe you ought to try to find out that by continuing your surveillance that It's a good idea. Check the channels. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. Because if you're going to discover something like that, let's get the best information possible. Of course. But now, if they did have that information, what good would it do them now, due to the fact that the technology has changed so much since then? We don't have a clear idea, as we are lacking uh, more information. Well, it seems, though, that they've got um, a uh, vision of a future of perfect people. Mm -hmm. But um, from what I could tell, we're still a long way off in that vision becoming reality. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're just studying this, what those effects could mean. Right. Okay. Now then, on your next trips there, um, if you would care to follow on with... Uh, Checking in to see if there are any channelers, any um, farsighters of um, potential. Okay, well, I'm a little confused about what that microwave-looking box was that I saw. Mm, okay, please describe it to us. Okay, it looked like a common, ordinary microwave, except it was attached to a bunch of uh, wires and looked like part of a larger substructure. Mm -hmm. And someone was putting something inside of it, but I couldn't focus exactly on what was being put on the side or what was the, the purpose of the box itself. No, without uh, more information, we are uh, at just as much of a loss as you are. Okay, I'll um, dig a bit deeper in that because I know exactly where to find that again. Mm -hmm. But uh, that seemed like it had a, a bit of importance. You know, there were some lab students cooking up this lunch. Impossible. <laughs> I'll look some more when I get there again. Okay. All right. And that is all that I need for the time being. Okay. I will hand over to uh, my colleague. Okay. And thank you for your work. And look forward to talking to you again when you have some more information for us concerning your research at Stanford. Oh, I appreciate it. It's a privilege to do so. You're welcome. Good evening, Russ. And my colleague has already gone over that. I am operating within specified parameters. <laughs> and I. Uh...
Okay, do you have some questions for me? Yes. I wonder if you could explain to me Bose condensation. Bose condensation. I haven't heard that term before. Okay. I'll explain what I know of it. Okay. This is a point where object, uh, I should say, uh, molecules, Mm-hmm. What happens to them when they reach a point of almost absolute zero, or minus 460 degrees Fahrenheit? That is almost absolute zero. Right. Or it would be considered just over one kilokelvin. Mm-hmm. What uh, I've been reading research now on this, that uh, it's a unique form of matter mm-hmm. that would form when uh, uh, molecules actually get to that temperature, to where at one point they're stilled, mm-hmm. but when they get even colder, that they will condense and form a matter unknown yet to our scientists. Mm-hmm. You're getting into a tricky field there, which uh, we cannot discuss at present due to the fact of the unknown matter. Okay. I figured you might know the matter, though. Mm-hmm. With your description, we can check into it and see if it is... if my hunch is correct. Okay. Well, the gentleman at Stanford in charge of this, I've learned, is named Stephen Chu. Mm-hmm. And he is a laser pioneer who uh, started off with... Uh, condensing uh, material from cold to much colder using lasers. Mm-hmm. And that's his current project he's doing at Stanford right now is using lasers. And I believe that's one part of the puzzle that I discovered a couple of days ago there that I couldn't describe. Mm-hmm. Reading more research into it on places like Boulder and MIT, that there is a uh, a connection here between what I'm studying and what he's studying. Mm-hmm. And so I'll try to get a better look at it, but I'm trying to find out if this is a worthwhile thing to look at more closely at Stanford or whether I should just drop it. Because mm-hmm. they're doing work on it. Yes. Um, it would be best to talk with Bob. Hawthorne on this as he is handling your surveillance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now then, we're, I talked to Rhea's wife. My, yes. And she'll talk to her group. Mm-hmm. I'll call her tomorrow to find out. But so far, we're tentatively set for Wednesdays at 11. Oh, good. And I talked to Johnny. Mm-hmm. And he is set for that also. Oh, good. Everything seems to be pressing um, as we expected, although a little bit accelerated, which is uh, very good. Well, according to our group, group is on the brink of disintegrating. Ah, we shall change all that. Ah, that's what I told her. She was a little confused about the fact that 
she was meant to have a whole group here for the discussion. Mm -hmm. If I clear that up, and so she's talking to right now. Apparently, 11 o'clock might be a little late for them, but for the information and content, it might be well for them to stick around and wait. Okay. Also, I've kind of put a date on Maxis and Maxis. Mm -hmm. It appears that from this date today, we could take them back to two and a half million years ago. Mm -hmm. It seems a little far, but that's where the first evidence of uh, man's progression started. Mm -hmm. The first evidence. Right. And this would be in a place called the Barinko Basin in uh, Kenya, mm -hmm. at a lake out there. You seem to be doing a lot of research just recently. Well, a lot of information is kind of going into my hands right now as I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Is there, in your research, have you come across diagrams of the, the skull? Yes, I have. Okay. In comparison with uh, the present-day individual and uh, when the change occurred, what noticeable changes are there? in the skull? Um, not many, actually. It went from um, early man, mm -hmm. whereby the cranium was uh, started to elongate right below the jaw mm -hmm. to a point right where I mentioned it two and a half million years ago where the skull started bulging outward just above the jawbone, mm -hmm. which showed a uh, dramatic change in the amount of brain matter involved. Yes, and uh, what about the thickness of the skulls? Um, so far, uh, the two skulls that I've seen from that time period were flattened. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to really judge what exactly the thickness was like, but it would appear to be um, a little less thick, actually, than before. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, what is the current climate of this uh, Baringa Basin? Currently, mm -hmm. it's hot, dry, and dusty. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how far away is this from um, the Atlantean area? Oh, in global terms, it's just next door. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, real close. Hmm. And this was about two and a half million years ago right. that the first chambers started to occur. Right. Uh, were there any more recent uh, changes? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, there were. Approximately 1.8 to 1.6 years ago, or 1.8 million to 1.6 million years ago, um, there was another change. Mm -hmm. Actually, it wasn't a change, Was that was where the first 
humans, Homo erectus, I should say, mm -hmm. were found in Germany, in Europe, mm -hmm. which puts them about 500 years, 500,000 years earlier than it was first thought to actually have been there. Mm -hmm. The changes apparently um, set the uh, scientific community back a bit due to the fact that they had assumed that Homo erectus didn't leave Africa till approximately 200,000 years after the species first evolved. Mm -hmm. This raises interesting questions about the forces that inspired the exodus from Africa. What ability enabled them to survive in relatively harsh, changeable climates? Mm -hmm. So apparently they just, instead of sticking around, because they were supposed to come out of Africa back around 900,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Or no, the first, excuse me, wrong. The first person that they found was supposed to come out of there 600,000 years ago. Now they're finding them coming out at about 1.6 million 